Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your host, Nate Newton, Kirk Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Happy Monday, everybody. We are Hanging with the Boys. I'm Kirk Daniels, sitting in the big boy chair again for our fearless leader, Shannon Gross, who is currently on a flight back from Mexico. Surely needing to detox, probably <laughs> battling Montezuma's revenge after a week on the beach. I'm joined, of course, by the star of the show, our Pro Bowl, Super Bowl winner, all pro, Nate Newton. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, man. Just enjoyed these games this past weekend, man. And, you know, and just wondering when we're going to hear from our fans and stuff. Yeah, we were going to have you call in fans. We'd like to hear from you later today. Haven't done that in a couple shows. Yes. We need to get back some feedback from you all. We've also got our uh, audio genius behind the wall, Douglas, who is, yo, yo, yo. you can blame him for us starting late today. I don't know. We don't know what he's doing back there. No, you want to hear the funny part? Yeah, what's the funny part, Douglas? What were you doing There's back there? There's not a funny part, Kurt. <laughs> this is very serious business. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yes, uh, we hope here shortly to have uh, Stephen Jones join us for a quick chat. Um, so, Douglas, we may be ready. We need, may have to take a quick break. Um, yeah, that'll be on funny. the fly when he shows up. But uh, and then after that, once he's done, hopefully around 1130, we'll start taking your calls. The line, the number to call in is 214-872-2102. And we can talk Cowboys. We can talk playoffs. Nate, did you watch those games yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one time I would sit through. Well, I, I'll turn my TV, you know, but I, I'll sit there through the commercials and every I, I just to me, this is this this is great football. This is this is two times a year I get to see great football. That was last week and this week because teams are fighting tooth and nail. You may get a blowout, but you're gonna you're gonna earn that blowout. Yeah, you, you're gonna have to beat a team. Teams are giving their best and final shots. And I, I love these last two weeks. You, I, I love how this game's been played. You love these more than the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl, uh, you know, when you ain't in them, no. they just okay. These <laughs> games that get that leads to the Super Bowls, these are the heartbreakers, right? You know, these are the guys, you know, uh, that you you can you can see some special things. Yeah. I mean, now don't get me wrong, Tom Brady going into his sixth Super Bowl. A lot of people may not like that, you know. I mean, I'm not a Patriots fan. But I, but I respect success. Right. I got the utmost respect. You know, I ain't no big Tom Brady fan, but I am a, a, a guy that knows what he's went through to get there, the scrutiny that he takes to get there, and uh, I'm just loving it. I'm loving the two matchups that are there. Yeah. I <clears throat> talked a little bit before we went on the air. I thought Jacksonville had this game. It was 20-10. to 10. They recovered that fumble in, in uh, New England territory. And I, you just you can't count out the Patriots. Well, the thing about it is when we 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 was here and we all walked in and said, man, is, is Kansas City that good or is New England that bad? Well, we found out that Kansas City wasn't that good. Right. And New England is much better than they than they looked that <laughs> night. Yeah. Because they, they it, it was two or three games before it took uh, Coach Patricia, that's the defensive coordinator, it took him two or three games to get guys to understand, hey, you you know, they got a great guy from Buffalo. They got another guy from this place. Hey, this is how we play Patriot ball. 
This is what we do. And they was finding everybody roles. And as the season rolled on, he would hear once again, you know. Once guys bought into the Patriot way. Oh, uh, yeah. It, the way they do things are so u- unique. Uh, players know their roles, cherish their roles. Coaches don't try to ask them to be more than what they are. Uh, you do what you do and you do it well. Uh We'll ask you to rally to the rest. We'll ask you to, uh, you know, if, you, if you're a great run stopper and you get caught in a pass, pass rush situation, we would just ask you to do your best. But when it's, when it's an obvious rundown, we need for you to do your job. Yeah. So that that's where they're at, man. Uh, Amendola, hats off to him. I mean. And, thought it, huh? Man, the, the, it, it's just when you look at teams – and you see the execution of who they are and how they handle things. You know, it's one game, it's when the Patriots play, I don't cheer. I watch the game. I try to break down the game because it's going to be a point. You know, like you said, when, they, when, they, when, when that dude ripped that fumble out, when they threw that ball back across the field and he ripped that fumble out, I looked at my wife. I said, they better score. Yep. They needed to. I told my, I told my <laughs> wife, and I said, she just looked at me. You know, she fighting uh, the flu or whatever. Uh-oh. And she looked at me. I said, they better score. <laughs> if they don't, this could be the play that breaks their back. Yeah. She looked at yeah. you through her over-the-counter medication. No, no. <laughs> yeah, because the day she, she went to the to the doc, Uh-oh. and they, they, they done gave her some medicine. cost 800 bucks. Dang. For two pills. Wow. Hey, what's up, Mike? Come on on the show, Mike. <laughs> Who, who's out there? Oh, Mike. I can't think of Mike's last name. Marshall. Oh, yeah, Marshall. Mike Marshall, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if you look at the stats from that Jaguars-Patriots game, it was almost identical. If anything, it was in the Jaguars' favor. They Same amount of first downs, better third down efficiency for Jaguars. They had more net yards. They rushed for 100 yards, so only 46 for, for – uh, Patriots. Well, yeah. They dominated the time of possession, 35 minutes to 24. Who that? The, uh, the Jaguars dominated 35-24. And then you had, you know, the quarterbacks were basically the same. Bortles threw for 293 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Brady threw for 290 yards, two touchdowns, and, and no interceptions. So, statistically, you'd look at it and think. One score, touchdowns. Jaguars should have won that. Yeah, one score, touchdowns, and made the big big plays when they really, really needed to do it. And so – Maybe that's too – this is Jacksonville's first time there and Patriots have the experience of being in that kind of situation? I don't, I don't know. You, you had opportunities to make plays, and you made plays. Right. They made plays, but when, you, when it's coming down to the wire, when it's coming down to two minutes left, three minutes left, you get inside that four-minute mark, it's all about execution. It's all about you had the ball. And you had opportunity to take this game. What did you do with it? Right. You didn't do nothing. You gave it back. That was something the Cowboys struggled with this year. Yeah, right before the half. You had it. You gave it back. Right. What did they do? Marched right on down (laughs) there and got them three points. Yeah. So I tell people, uh, well, they, you know, see, when it comes to playoff time, I, I don't need your excuses. 
You know, I, I really don't, you know, like, I, hey, well, they, they, they only had one, one penalty for 10 yards. You weren't screaming that when it was 2010. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, I ain't hear nobody tweeting, hey, man, they ain't <laughs> got but five. But oh, no You only holler that when they win. Right. So I, I respect winning. And all else, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know, uh, during the season, you'll hear me moan, oh, man, the refs got Wow, Kurt, <laughs> can you believe the refs? Man, please. Now it's time to ball out. It's time to make some plays. It, it, and they, you knock you knock out uh, the Gronk. You knock him out of the game. Yeah, very church. Okay, so now they take Ramsey and put him on your – and it took them a long time to figure that out. You put him on your speed receiver too late, you know, because my man was going in the first half, end of the second half, I mean, end of the second quarter, all the way through the second half, big, big grunt was gone. Right. Man, why, whoa, what are you doing? Put this guy on your best receiver, which was at that time was Cooks. Yeah. We didn't, you know. Yeah, Cooks had 100 yards. Yeah. So, and I, and, and, and they'll tell him how many penalties. You know, because he got a uh, Ramsey got a big penalty on him yeah. to to help him go down and score. Uh, that was the same time. Was that the same time? No, no, that wasn't the same time that he knocked out Grunt because Grunt was going in the first half. Uh, it was right at the end of the second half. Yeah, right? when they had those two big yeah. penalties on that drive, it may have come two big them. penalties. Uh, I, t- I tell people like this: when they sign the ball, the ball has come to ball. Right. All that other stuff, uh, you know, that you're looking for, you know, you need to make yourself feel good for the rest of the week. You ain't going to feel good because your team's sitting at the crib. Right. Yeah, so if you're a Jacksonville Jaguar fan, you go back and you look at the plays. Don't look at the plays the Patriots made. Look at the plays your Jacksonville Jaguars didn't make. Right. Where, where it could have changed the game. Jack had that ball, brother. Took it out of his hands. You in great scoring position. What did you do with that one deal? <laughs> Went four and out. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. And, 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 and I'll say this time and time again. The Patriots have been down in four playoffs games recently, mm-hmm. including the Super Bowl. The only way you get back in that game is you have to play one thing real well. Right. That's defense. And I keep – if you want to survive in the playoffs and you want to go that next step further, your situation of defense or your transition defense, which I call big play defense, where a big play has happened to get – to put you on defense or a big play has happened to your defense. Now, how do you transition? Do you stop them? Do you hold them to three or do you get a three and out or whatever it takes to get off the field? That is – those are the teams that's left. Right. What, you had the number one ranked defense, number two ranked defense, fourth, and I think like eighth or something. Yeah. Like All these de- – I, I, I will get into it next year. You, if, if I'm here, you'll hear me say, Kurt, you heard me say it at the end of last year. You ain't got no defense. Right. You can't advance in the playoffs. You can get to the playoffs. And if you got if you got what Atlanta had last year, even though their defense turned it on the last two or three games when they went to the Super Bowl, if you don't have a defense, 
You're not advancing. So You're we, not advancing. We know the Cowboys are kind of middle of the road in their defense. And that's what's hurting. Can they make the next step simply through the draft, or are they going to have to get bring in some free agent types? Uh, I, I think that guys got to stay healthy. I think that guys – uh, got to got to play right and go get you a stud. Whether it's a linebacker, whether it's a safety, whether it's a corner, whether it's a, a, a defensive end, go get you a stud. And free agency or the draft? Free agency, draft it don't matter, babe. Right. You know Earl Thomas wants to come. You know, go get you a stud. Somebody that can can make a play. When they when see, and I keep going back to Patriots double tricking. And threw and threw back across the field. You know what I'm saying? And right then you're like, uh oh. But did Jack's Jack came up with that ball? Right. He gave them the biggest opportunity in the world to say, okay, we can shut this out, or we can make it even tougher. And they didn't. The yeah. offense didn't. So do you think that? It seems like the Cowboys are are trying to spend big money on Zach Martin. They want to extend him. Would you rather see that money go to a big name? Defensive free agent. Well, the thing about it is he can play his fifth year. Right. He got this fifth year coming up. And towards the end of this fifth year, depending on what happens, you just you just extend it. You know, now I, I'm not a capologist. I, I can't tell you. I know we, we we still hold on to some of Tony money. We got other dead money. Yeah. You know, all of these teams that, like uh, the Saints, they, they, they had just – this past year or a year before, got rid of all of that dead money. Mm -hmm. You see Cleveland, I ain't got no dead money. No. But so, they're real bad. Too. Yeah. Thanks for so much. Yeah, but you can grow. Yeah. If you ain't got no dead money or no money that you spending towards guys, and you got that big window of opportunity because you have a bunch of young guys, the thing about it is I'm listening to the announcers. What you call a guy – the core of their team coming back next year, Philadelphia. Yeah, it's scary, huh? That's what worries me. Jump into that game. That scares me. Philadelphia is going to be tough for a few years now. You, you, you know who the players are because they have played. Now you don't let them get away. Right. You know, uh, you bring in key guys. It's all about health. But it's all about what, who's the core of your team. Mm -hmm. And I'm a firm believer that I don't care about the quarterback like everybody else do. I care about if we got a first, second, and third round pick, don't mess with that quarterback until you get that first, second, and third round pick at other positions in place and going. You know, if, if, if you're just so bad like Cleveland has been every year – you, they they can't they can look back and it's six quarterbacks. It's like right. wow, we don't let six. There was no point yeah. drafting a quarterback because they didn't have the. But no, they. Them. But if if a quarterback's there, you have to take them, and then yeah. that may alter how you build. But if a quarterback's not there, you you take what's there. You you don't reach. You right. don't have to. It's enough good college players come out every year that you don't have to reach. Right. Now, I don't, I don't know the whole makeup of the Eagles roster, but it seems like this past year, especially, they did real well in free agency. The, the guy who got locked out of the office when the other coach was there, uh, the Oregon coach, Kelly, Chip Kelly, and when Chip Kelly was there, they locked the other guy out. They they moved him to the other. <laughs> 
I'm sitting to the other end of the complex. Hey, man, we taking your office because Chip got your office. They moved him away. And as uh, soon as Chip left, they moved him back in. And he went to systematically fixing everything Chip messed up. Oh. Now, I was surprised. Too. Yeah, it was amazing how quickly they turned that around. I guess they weren't that far off. They had the, some of the pieces in place. Yes. But then last yeah. this past year, well, the past couple drafts and this free agency class this year. But we'll see what they do if they win the Super Bowl or not because the free agency moves they made, we were saying the same thing about the Giants last year, that, okay, they've secured their defense for the long run, and it looks pretty good. And then the Giants come out and do what they did this year. But the difference is they got offensive line and they got a defensive line, and they got Alshon Jeffers secure. They got uh, Aguilar secure. Uh, only guy they, they, I don't know about the running back, uh, Ajayi, but everybody else is secure into 18. Yeah. Through, and through 18. And they've got a young quarterback that they don't have to worry about spending big Yeah. So they got a window of opportunity that's way different than the Dallas Cowboys at this time. Yeah. Were you surprised? I, I wasn't surprised Philly won, but I was surprised they blew him out. Yeah. The blowout got me. It, it, you know, as we, I told you, it's like Minnesota ran out of gas. Uh, they, they, it's like it took everything they had last week to get to get past the Saints. <laughs> and as this game went on, you know, you know, just think a week ago, hey man, Pat Sherman gonna take Case Keenum with him to New York. Well, now those same people like hoping. I hope you do take him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we don't want him. You yeah, know. Yeah. So how quickly things change. Yeah. Uh, Turnovers played a big one in that game too. They, oh. the two interceptions, another fumble. I think they the, picked the up. The thing that people thought that they had the advantage was at the cornerback position. They thought that Minnesota wide receivers are going to have advantage on the corners. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. They made a slight adjustment. It's called don't bite on double moves. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> they did what they had to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, so uh, I, I saw last week, uh, two weeks ago, you know, and I was trying to tell anybody that would listen. I said, Case Kenny done found his, excuse me, that Nick Foles has found his rhythm. Ah, oh, Nick, I wouldn't bet that. I ain't asking you to bet. I'm just asking you to watch the game. And I, I don't know if Troy then was calling the game or who was yeah. calling the game yeah. two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks. I'm not sure. You know, but they was like, hey, man, do you notice that Nick Foles is finding his rhythm? They're doing the run pass option. That is what he was good at with Chip Kelly when he was very, very successful. I, like, I, I, I said, Peterson done found him. I said, Coach done found him. And now all of a sudden he went from the run, part, run pass option to sitting back, dropping back. Boom, boom, boom. Irk. Ertz was was yeah. that's his blanket. So yeah. that's now all of a sudden now you you find an Ashawn Jeffries. Everything's starting to open up, and I noticed that two weeks ago. So this week here, I'm like, wow, you know, we're doing a show with Moose Johnson and and Bill Jones, and they're like, who you got? Who you got? And I'm like, I gotta stick with the Zimmermans. That's who the fighting Zimmermans. I've been going with them all year. <laughs> But I like the Nick Foles as a quarterback better yeah. than I like the Case Keenum. Yeah. I mean, Nick Foles is, like you said, he's proven himself before. He's yeah. He done had, I think, what, 40 starts? You know? Yeah, he's had a decent and, uh, Third round pick. And, you know, I'm not discounting what Case Keenum did. 
But I'm going to tell you what, sh- what scared me to death was uh, two weeks ago when Case Keenum threw that unnecessary interception. I'm like, Case, come on now. You ain't, you ain't did nothing like that all year. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm like, what happens when the pressure really get on? <laughs> Are you going to – It got know? on, and he wasn't that good, that's for sure. So I, now the raging debate on Twitter now is, as Cowboys fans, do we want – Patriots to win because if they win, they pass us in Super Bowl trophies. But do we would we root for a rival? Can't root for the Eagles, can you? NFC East rival? Uh, I'm kind of I'm a SEC bred, so <laughs> so whatever the next best SEC, NFC East team, that's me. Yeah, you know, like I say, it was it was bothering me. I was like, yeah, I know you want Philadelphia to win, but you already picked the Zimmermans all the way through. Yeah, I'm like because. I've always been that way. When the, when I played, you know, I went and saw the Giants play uh, Buffalo in Tampa, and uh, I rooted for the Giants. Really? Uh, I, I just I, – I, I would like to feel that our conference is dominant. Yeah. And if, and if that we win this conference, that I mean, our division is uh, dominant. And if we win our division, that means we dominant. Right. Uh, I don't care about – New England winning on six Super Bowls. I mean, if 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 you if you care that much, win win. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, I mean, I mean, yeah. win. I mean, I'm talking about the Cowboys. Win. Right. I mean, go out, build your team. You know, the uh, all of these teams. I don't know the Patriots injury situation, but. You know, you look at Philadelphia, they had some injuries, man. Yeah, for sure. They had some injuries, and build your team. That's all I can say. Yeah. Be, you know, if you if you want to be in the running for Super Bowl, you, you're going to take some hits every yeah. year. Yeah. You know, you're going to take some physical hits every year. It's can you <laughs> – excuse me. It's can you stand up. Gronk left. Yeah. I thought that might be a bigger blow than – it was. It took them a minute to figure yeah, it out. But they figured it they out. They figured it out. They went to them pick routes and them deep rub routes. and Chris the first and, time they've had to figure out how to play without Gronk. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's, why don't we go ahead and take a break? Yeah, take a quick um, break. I got a message that Stephen's still supposed to be coming, so we hope to have him soon. Um, but we'll also take some of your calls and maybe get some more Cowboy stuff. We'll be right back. On Hanging with the Boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue. 
shotgun formations, and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. Back to hanging with the boys. Another championship. We are back hanging with the boys, and we are joined by a very special guest, so we will get right to it here. Uh, The Cowboys Executive Vice President and Director of Player Personnel, I think that's the official title, is uh, Mr. Stephen Jones. Thank you, sir, for joining us today. Great to be on. Glad to have you here. What is this time of year like for you? Enjoy this time of year? You enjoy putting the piece, pieces of the puzzle together? It is. It's actually enjoyable. Uh, you obviously are doing a little uh, self-scouting and, uh, you know, really looking hard at uh, where we are as a team, as an organization, and where we need to, you know, the changes you need to make to get to where you want to be. And uh, obviously where we want to be is playing football right now. And, uh, uh, you know, we have to take a long, hard look. We're obviously right in the middle of our – Uh, evaluating our staff and we're making some changes there that we feel like uh, will make us better and then at the same time uh, we're getting ready to start uh, really delving into uh, you know giving ourselves a report card with our personnel our players uh, that type of thing we've certainly uh, you know really self-scouted how we how we coached them up last year and uh, the and the next step will be looking at our personnel and seeing uh, uh, you know, who we want to re-sign, uh, who we want to keep, and then, of course, uh, you know, what acquisitions we need to make and what areas. And uh, also the most important thing is getting prepared for the draft. Yeah, yeah. Now, my, my question is, I got two of them. They're going to be hard questions. That's good. <laughs> going to be hard. Now, every year Will come up. Will McClay, every year he comes up. I mean – What's with the one-year contracts, man? Or y'all have more? They're, they're not years. one year. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Problem is, they're interviewing him for Jerry's job, general manager. <laughs> okay, <all laughs> right. so he always has the right to take yes, a look sir. at that, yes, and uh, uh, he knows uh, what the situation is here. Okay. And uh, you know, Will's obviously somebody we have so much respect for. Jerry, myself, mm-hmm. Jason, and his staff. Obviously, uh, Will's staff. Uh, you know, certainly. Uh, uh, respects his leadership so much, and uh, you know it's a it's a tribute to him uh, that he gets the looks uh, to be a general manager at other clubs. Uh, certainly, we've had that happen here with a uh, guy like Jeff Ireland. At the same time, uh, he also knows uh, you know that it is a good situation here, and you know he gets to do a lot of things that a lot of general managers do get to do. But he does have to uh, measure the full thing, and uh, hopefully. Uh, uh, we've come up with a solution this time that at least will uh, – I don't know that it will keep his name from coming up, but uh, we won't be discussing it for quite some time <laughs> internally. <laughs> so, uh, uh, But we feel great about Will. He's obviously had a huge hand in uh, our drafts, uh, you know, the last uh, uh, multiple years. And uh, certainly we feel like we've drafted well. And, uh, 
he and I are always looking for ways, Jerry, Jason, to improve, uh, to even find better players. But uh, uh, we think we're headed in the right direction when it comes to the draft. And uh, uh, we just have to continue to work to be better because uh, obviously it wasn't good enough this year. Now, this is the tough one. Now, his, his production was what we thought it would be, I mean, just fans and media alike. And, and uh, the question I get everywhere I go, what's the situation with Dez? And give us as much as you can give us about Dez and how you feel about that situation. Sure, I think the, uh, the Dez, uh, you know, Dez situation uh, has a lot of moving parts to it uh, when you look at it. Uh, first of all, the relationship between uh, – uh, the chemistry, not necessarily the friendship or that type of relationship, but the football relationship between Dak and, and Dez is different uh, than Tony and Dez. Uh, Tony, uh, certainly uh, his game, uh, they kind of tailored it to one another. Yes. And then when Dak came in, he's certainly not going to play the game exactly like Tony plays yes. the game. And, uh, you know, I think uh, uh, it hadn't ever just quite hit on all cylinders yet in terms of, uh, how Dak and Dez, the connection, uh, works. Uh, I think it's a work in progress. I, I think it could improve uh, if given the opportunity. And then, you know, the other thing that uh, uh, we all see, it's uh, certainly visible to anyone who uh, watches our games, watches our sideline, is uh, Dez is certainly a fiery guy. Right, right. Uh, plays with a lot of emotion, both on and off the field. And, uh Sometimes that can be a distraction. It can be a distraction for Dez. It can be a distraction for other teammates. And uh, we just have to, uh, you know, really get our hands around where uh, when you put all the, uh, the full body of work together, where that's headed. And, of course, uh, uh, we pay Dez a lot of money. And yes. He knows that. Uh, he's aware of it as anybody uh, <laughs> when he talks to Jerry and myself. Right. And, you know, he knows when you get paid that kind of money, there's high expectations in terms of the productivity, as you mentioned. And so those are all things that we have to look at as a team, as an organization, when we uh, start to put our team together for next year. Mm. Zach Martin's another guy that we're talking about extending. He's obviously all pro, pro bowl player. So knowing he's sitting there, does that change or hamper what you want to do? Uh, you know, money you have to spend preventing you from maybe spending money now on, on bringing somebody else in or re-signing a guy like Anthony Hitchens? Absolutely. I think uh, uh, you have to look at the whole thing and you have to be honest with yourself in terms of what it's really going to cost, uh, you know, to put uh, Zach under contract for a long period of time, which is certainly, you know, probably is, uh, you know, right there at the very top, if not the top priority for our team. Now, uh, you throw that in, you throw the Dez uh, numbers in, you throw – uh, what we've got to look at for DeMarcus uh, Lawrence. Yes. Who obviously uh, had an amazing year, uh, stayed healthy, uh, had great production. Uh, and then you start to look at uh, uh, pieces like a Hitchens, uh, you know, then it's a puzzle that you have to put together. And you have to – you only have so much. Uh, you only have so many resources. And, uh, you know, the good news is we're not the only team dealing with the salary yeah. cap. Right, Everybody right. else has to uh, – fit their players under the exact same salary cap, under the exact same rules. And uh, we just have to really make uh, some tough decisions as we've uh, had to do in the past. I mean, you look up there yesterday and Barry Church is making a lot of great plays. I mean, obviously, as good as Barry is on the field, he's yeah. a better guy off uh, off the field. And, uh, you know, you hate to lose guys like that. Everybody thinks, well, you made a decision to do it. Unfortunately, with a salary cap, you can't keep – everybody that you want to keep in an open market. And Jacksonville had been, uh, you know, 
toward the bottom of the league, and they had a lot of salary cap room. They're not playing. Uh, they're not coming off a big Tony Romo contract. They're not coming off these things. And, uh, you know, they were able to put together some nice pieces this year and, and uh, did a hell of a job putting together a good football team. So, you know, those are all things that we have to measure up. Just because we lose them doesn't mean we didn't want them. Right. Uh, yeah. Barry Church, we would love to have kept here. <laughs> right. We love uh, Mo and Brandon Carr. Yeah. And, uh, but at some point there, you just got to make those tough decisions. Now, Every year, I mean, it's more, one of my highlights, man, seeing you and your pops come out to Mobile. Uh, can we expect to see you out to Mobile with the coaching staff this year? Absolutely. We're headed that way this year. I don't know how much of our coaching staff is going to be there, obviously, mm -hmm. with Jason putting together some new faces. He's trying to get the chemistry together. And then, of course, uh, because we have been so focused on our staff, uh, we still have our uh, personnel evaluations to come. And he kind of, we decided as an organization to wait until we got the new guys in here. We, you know, pretty much have a good feel for what uh, uh, everybody feels about our players that have been around all year. And we wanted uh, the new coaches, the new staff that are going to be a part of Jason's staff going forward uh, to be a part of our personnel meetings and evaluations. So uh, I think there's a question mark as to how many of our st uh, coaching staff is actually going to travel to Mobile. Obviously, our Tire scouting staff right. will be there. Will will be there. Jerry and myself will be there. But, uh, <laughs> right. uh, we're looking forward to it. Ready to uh, turn the next page. Paul Alexander Bengals coach for for years and years. Is there anybody else that we've brought in? Uh, well, we brought in Sanjay Lau. Okay, so we the, do have him. receivers yes, coach. Yes, sir. He, he's all signed up, and mm -hmm. we're real close to getting Kellen Moore uh, penciled in as okay. our uh, quarterback coach. Okay, and uh, certainly, uh, you know, it's in the news that it's a you know, pretty likely that we'll lose uh, Flus. Uh, right, right. Wow. That, uh, man, how, excuse me, how important is he? Well, he's important. Yeah, and, uh, wow. At the same time, mm. you know, you have to respect uh, guys and their careers and where they are. I mean, right. obviously, we got a great defensive coordinator in Rod Marinelli. Yes, we do. If he gets the opportunity to, you know, have an unfettered coordinator job where he really, you know, gets to put in his own system. Uh, then that's intriguing to uh, men uh, yes. who want to yes. further their careers. Not that he doesn't have the utmost respect for uh, for Rod and what he's about, but uh, when you go to work for an offensive-minded uh, head coach who's going to be out of your business, then, uh, you know, he's going to kind of be unfettered in terms yes. of being able to really, not that he doesn't agree with all the things Rod does, but every individual, if given the right to make every decision the way he wants to do it, is going to maybe do it a little different. And uh, he may think that uh, it may even work a little better. Who knows? But that remains to be seen. Certainly respect that. We wanted uh, Matt back. Uh, would have had him back in a, a heartbeat. But we also understand what his opportunities are. And so we're interviewing some people, uh, you know, that uh, for that passing coordinator uh, position, uh, whether that passing coordinator will be a defensive back coach, of course, uh, or a linebacker coach, then we'll just have to see what his strengths are in terms of where he coaches and then where we fill in after that. That's great. Well, I appreciate you knocking out some of these football questions. Before you go, I'd love to get some thoughts. Our last show, we did kind of a recap of some of the 92 season, the Super Bowl run. What couldn't let it go, memories? could you? I couldn't, couldn't let, let it go. go. <laughs> what are some of your memories of that Super Bowl 27, that first one? You were, what, only 28 or something? I was young. You? <laughs> I don't even think I was 28. I, I think I may have been closer to 25. But yeah. uh, it was uh, obviously uh, special. I mean, you know, looking back on it, uh, you probably did take it for granted a little bit because we hadn't been in the league that long and 
we had so much good fortune come at us so early, uh, you know, between having great players like uh, Troy Aikman yes. and Smith and Mike. Michael Irvin and uh, Charles Haley and a Kenny Norton and yes, Nate sir. Newton. Nate Newton. Right so here, <laughs> Eric Williams. We had some studs. Y'all went out and got some studs, well, man. It, you well, know, that offensive line was stout. Yes. They used to tell uh, us back then, uh, they said y'all weren't necessarily the – the demons of scheme. I think everybody knew <laughs> right, where y'all right, were coming. Right. They just couldn't do anything about it. Yes, sir. And so I think you remember yeah, that, Nate. Yes, they could, sir. They could point to where Emmett was coming, and they still couldn't stop the him. The draw, baby. Uh, y'all block him. <laughs> y'all block him up, and he'd get the yards. But uh, you know, it, it was special, and uh, to think that uh, you know we went to the top in terms of uh, uh, getting a Super Bowl, a Lombardi Trophy, and uh, having that really be the springboard for what at that time was. You know the team of the '90s uh, yeah, in yeah. terms of uh, what we accomplished, and could have easily uh, there that one year where we had a tough one in San Francisco, uh, Michael and Dion battling it out at yes. the time against each other. <laughs> yes, uh, it was a you know a, obviously a great run, and now it's been way too long. Uh, we look up here and we're uh, way too uh, past due in terms of the way we look at it, and uh, certainly Jerry enjoyed getting in that Hall of Fame, but. Uh, I think I saw several times where he was quoted. He'd given up that Hall of Fame for uh, yeah. another Lombardi Trophy. <laughs> yeah. uh, he he he'd have taken that the other order. Let's get the Lombardi Trophy, and then if the yep. Super Bowl, I mean, if the Hall of Fame happens, then it does. But uh, you know, just so special when you uh, win those championships, and you can't ever take for granted the great men that were involved. Uh, obviously, Jimmy Johnson was a great coach. I had a great staff. Jimmy did there with the Wanstats of the world and the North Turners and. And then, of course, just the great talent uh, that we had on that football team, as we mentioned earlier, and guys who were all pros and uh, ultimately several of them Hall of Famers. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a great experience to look back on and still makes you smile when you, uh, uh, yeah. when you think about that. But it also motivates you, uh, makes you want to go to work uh, and that more driven. Even though we didn't get it done this year, we're more driven than ever uh, to get the Cowboys back to a Super Bowl. Hey. Great. Well, we didn't yeah, want to no, Just a small oh, Coach, how long will it be before we just get our staff completed? It's it should be close. Okay. It should be close. Right. I see it getting completed here, you know, inside of the, the next week to 10 days. Ooh. I could see it uh, all put to bed. And uh, they're going to go ahead and start. We've got a big part of it done. I think we'll have a few more announcements here this week, uh, the first part of this week. And uh, that will be some of the heavy lifting. We we'll, might have a coach or two we still got to figure out. But uh, – for the most part, they can get to work. They can go to work on their evaluations. Uh, I know Will and the scouts have already done theirs, and uh, we can really get in and grind out what our what our plan is, what our uh, master plan is for the off season, and uh, how we're going to get that done. Whether it's free agency, the draft, uh, trades, uh, you know, player acquisitions, 365 days a year, and a lot of ways to do it. Uh, we still believe that the draft is key, especially when you got great players on your team. We feel like we do. Uh, uh, you can't just go out there and spend frivolously when you want to sign your own guys. So uh, that's always a, a challenge, but we're looking forward to it. We're up for it. I bet through all of this, it was more nerve-wracking watching John Stevens in the state championship than it was. Well, uh, it was uh, special, uh, to say the <laughs> least. And uh, I read somewhere, they said, well, maybe we just need to hold our breath and get John Steven up here because he knows how to win it. But in all seriousness, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a storybook-type ending for a great career for him. And uh, certainly he set himself up to uh, continue to play the game he loves. And uh, he, he does love the game. And 
uh, looking forward to his next challenge, although he'll never forget uh, the great run he had the past two years with the Highland Park Scots, Coach Allen, and, of course, his brothers, his teammates. Yeah. Great run. Sure. Yeah, it was a great run. But yeah. We thank you very much, sir. We know you got plenty of other things to do, so uh, we will be right back with Hank. Thank you. Hank with boys, but, again, thank you, Stephen. Thanks, guys. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back after a great interview with Stephen Jones. It was so nice of him to come on. Yes, sir. Uh, let me get this quick read out of the way. Tommy John gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles the boys. With over 3 million pairs sold, we put in the hustle to make sure you're nestled. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Freedom and where it counts. If you're listening, call in. We haven't talked to the fans in a couple of weeks now. So you can reach us at 888-855-2297. That's a new number. 888-855-2297. What'd you think about that? He had some interesting comments. Des, he... Yeah, he didn't shy away from it. He went straight ahead into it like a Jones would do. <laughs> you, know? Uh, it, 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 you know, everywhere you go, man, when you go to Talking Dallas Cowboys, the first thing you're going to hear is the dead situation, you know, because... A lot, of, a lot, of, including myself, we expected bigger things. We really expected coming out of training camp that the numbers would be a little bit bigger. You know, not much. I mean, 1,200 yards, maybe, you know, nine, ten touchdowns. You know, that's just what we were accustomed to, to a healthy Dez. And then when we didn't see that, we were like, oh, my God, is he – we don't know if he's falling off because a lot of people thought Alshon Jeffers was the same age as Dez. And like, oh, Alshon Jeffers ain't what he used to be, but Alshon Jeffers – he been lighting up the playoffs, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with, with with Wentz and with uh, Nick Foles. So 
We'll see. I mean, and, a lot of factors, and he made yeah. it sound like there's a lot of factors to consider. And yeah, the biggest yeah. one being, I think, can he find that that, that connection yeah. with with, uh, with that that through? And I'm glad we got the receivers coach because you know this is a big year. You know, you don't want we've been down a year, up a year, down a year, up a year, down it. You don't want that, and and I don't care what the record says. You can be ten and six. And if you don't make the playoffs, that's that's not a year that you're looking forward to. That's not an offseason you're looking forward to. Now, you know, being on the realistic side, you say, okay, we can grow from this. I mean, ten and six, you know, I guess nine and seven. You you can say the same thing, but we we need to impact the league. Right. So like he like like Mr. Jones said, it's been far too long. We have impacted the league, and I'm talking about year after year. Get you a window of two or three years where you impact the league. Right. I have to admit, I, the coaching situation worries me. I mean, there's at least seven guys they're having to replace, and they still don't have a quarterback's guy, although first time I heard, he said they're close to signing Kellen Moore. I know it had been talked about, but that seems to be the direction they're going. They still don't have a tight ends coach. They don't believe – they don't have a linebackers coach for the passing game coordinator. They don't have a uh, another secondary guy. I don't yeah, believe. but he said about it, you know, end of this week. I hope. Should have a lot of those I mean, field. now they're going. They're you know most of the scouting staffs are at the senior, senior week. They're they're well, not here to evaluate and get in the flow of what they need, right? But no, the the, the thing is, if they if they trust the scouts, know what you want. It's been three years now. A receivers coach may like something a little bit different, but he's stuck. This receivers coach is stuck at least for this year. Of who he has, as long as the coordinators are there, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, and so the running back coach, he 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 is who he is. I mean, so but but my big question, me and you on the same page is, we have to get linebacker slash DB coach slash passing coordinator in here as quick as possible. That's why I say, hold on a minute. How long will it be before we get because? Eberflus was 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 it for us? He right. he did a lot of things, and, and we don't want to be, especially with young guys, from Anthony Brown all the way to Lewis to uh, Cheeto Bay or Cheeto Boo or what? <laughs> Chidobe. <laughs> I mean, I mean, these are young guys that need to be playing, need to have. Uh, be putting in place what they need to get done. Now, we got Coach Jackson, but he coached the safeties. We know we need our new cornerbacks coach in here and getting his getting his situation because everybody don't coach the same. Right. You know, so and, – and, and even though Coach Marinelli already got his passing uh, defense in place, it's still some little things within that, some nuances within that that this new coach may change, linebacker coach or, or a defensive back right. coach. The team has never changed this many coaches in one year. This is the most. And the, the second most was in 2002 Yeah, with Campo, and they went 5-11. and 11. And Of course, the team was a lot nearly as good, but that was turned out to be yeah. Campo's last year. So, I don't know, this, this worries me. And is there any – you talk about the coaches – and getting used to their players and communicating how they teach and that. Is there any with coaches among themselves? And you have new coaches, you have seven new guys at least coming in. Everybody ain't going to like each other. Yeah. I you mean, know, it, is that going to take – Everybody get along. You just – Is that going to take a while to get on this? Nah, team? nah. 
because, uh, like you say, we the, the defensive coordinator didn't change. So, and we still had a defensive line coach, assistant defensive line coach Leon Lett. So, uh, we still got Coach Jackson over the safeties. So, uh, they, the the turnover or the learning curve would be swift. You know, the learning curve would be swift for what they want. And a lot of things are not different. It's just the terminologies. Right. You know, one coach may say cover two, the other coach may say this or that, you know. So it's just little things change like that. But we don't need our young guys taking a step back. Yes. Kind of like it, Anthony Yeah. Brown. Yeah, we got to – we got to we got to forge forward. We got to go. We if if the Cowboys are to make an impact versus the the NFL, you can't take a step back. Last year we took a step back. Right, right. Well, I don't know. It it's it all kind of. I, I guess I'm being skeptical <laughs> about what's ahead and what yes. they have to do. Right. Um, and it starts with the coaches because it, 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 to me, it, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just worried that there's so much change happening here. It's going to delay what happens down. As there. long as you got a core foundation in place, I, I, I'm with you. The new coaches that we have, are we bringing them in here? And they're going to be like the old coaches. We should have kept them. If it's going to have some fresh ideas that can be a positive impact to your team, okay. Right, right moves to make if you're willing to listen. Like, hey man, I saw I saw a film where we did this. Are you willing to try this? You know, to see how it works out. You know, some fresh ideas. Right. You know. Uh, but our wide receivers got to be better. Yeah. Okay. Is changing the coaches going to bring that, or is it going to be that a player learns to be smarter and play harder? We never know until the season starts the impact that what these guys going to have, barring injury. It's always barring injury, but uh, is the linebackers going to be as good as they was last year? Are they going to stay healthy? You know, we never know. Right. Uh, well, you think you've got Zeke for 16 games, so it should help. <laughs> well, you need Tyron Smith for 16 games. That too. I mean, this <laughs> has gone from, you know, when Romo was here playing, he was the player that made everybody around him better. Now Zeke is that guy. So having him for 16 games, barring injury, it seems like that's going to be crucial. You know what? And and we need for our defense to just go up a level. And I'm, yeah. I'm serious. If, if you if you want to go, if you want to make some noise in the playoffs, you got to be able to be that guy that can make that one play. Like Jack did yesterday. He made that one play. New England came back and they made four better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Four, four plays and you out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, uh, Stephen said that some of the coaching staff would be going to the senior bowl. I'd assume Marinelli, Marinelli and Linehan have to be going, right? They got to be. I, I don't know. I don't know. It could be Leon Lett because he, he's been here a while. It could be Jackson because he's been here a while. Yeah. And let your coordinators work with the new guys. You know, the new guys that they're bringing in. Here. Yeah, but the guys that you already uh, – have in place, you know. Yeah. yeah I, I will let them go, but the new guys, they need to be here getting the new system, new terminologies down. Yeah. You're getting ready to go to the Senior Bowl, right? Yeah, I'm going to pull out tonight, you know, later on in the night sometime, you know. Because, you driving uh, yourself? Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't be flying. But. <laughs> you don't, but you don't have anybody going with you? 
Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, man. I don't know how the wife gonna feel. She, she, she in bad way right now. Uh oh, you're not up yeah. here spreading germs, are you? No, nah, that's that's why you see me. Every, <laughs> I think I have the cough. I'm, <laughs> you know, we are so not in tune with our bodies. You know, we think that we can cough all over mics and cough <laughs> all on people and get other folks sick. You know, don't don't start me on that because that's what yeah, happened. I come through there job. with Lysol after you. That, yeah, yeah. Please do. That's what my my wife can't. My wife, three days ago, say, the lady came to work, continuously coughing. I just all, she called me, this lady won't stop coughing. I'm like, and then her boss finally said, won't you go home? <laughs> <laughs> and then two, two, a day later, everybody in the office is sick. Oh, man. It's like, why would you come to work yeah. and do that to people? Right. You know, that... No, nah, that don't make you a good worker. Like I said, <laughs> no. all football players ain't smart, and that was dumb. <laughs> but you yeah. do feel okay, right? Yeah, now. yeah, I yeah. feel good, we man. We haven't heard from the great Gazoo. We haven't heard from Little. No, nah, nah, I feel good because, like I say, man, these two games, this this last two weeks been nice. You know, we had Mr. Jones on, Stephen Jones. It's just good to hear, you know, solid, solid talk, good talk, man. We still didn't get to the uh, to the fans and. Kurt, Kurt, and you and Kurt had good things to bring to the show. So, you know, I, I, you know, I'm reading Kurt' mind, and, uh, <laughs> and, I, and it's just like I don't think you may want to give it a check. No, Shannon we need back. Shannon's craziness over here. Yeah, would you? Hopefully, he's uh, healthy enough to get back. Surely, he's got a week to recover. He can be all right. So, what what is what do you do to senior bowl week? Do you, are you well? I, I look at different that, players. Yeah. I used to go with Mick, but Mick's not going this year. So me and him used to sit and we'll look at different players that can. Me, I look, you know, if I see a guy I like, I write his number down and write what I think about him. Then I go back and look at the the name and stuff later on. You know, uh, then I now now I start. I go by NFL. The NFL deal with with. Uh, can't think of the great uh, Gil Brandt. I go oh, by yeah. with him and Jeremiah. I go by that. I don't go 800. I, it's Todd Michelle, love you. The <laughs> other guy, love you. But I, Gil Brandt's the man. Yeah, Gil Brandt. Cowboy me. because of Gil Brandt. Are you Gil Brandt? Gil Brandt called two players in the last two years that ain't went did too bad. I remember when he called big um the big kid that uh, went to Kansas City, the big nose guard. Everybody call him a workout warrior. Oh, po. Po. Everybody call him a workout warrior. Mr. Brandt, look me right now. I said, that boy can play, Nate. <laughs> that boy can you play. You said about Byron Jones. He was another workout warrior. You know, uh, then I heard him. Uh, then he, he just kept saying, Cowboys, you better get number four. You better get Prescott. Really? Wow. You better get him. That, that kid, that kid, something to that kid, I'm telling you. We need to get Brandon in here for, yeah. Yeah. for the draft. That yeah. Would come in. He'd, I'd love to. He well, you talk about a guy who knows everyone and everything. Yeah, fifty years. He and he'll look at film for himself. A lot, a lot of guys ain't gonna look at film for themselves. Yeah. He'll look at film for himself. That's great. Have Gill in, and after he's been in by himself, have Gill and Chris Hall in at the same time. Yeah, why? What's that? Why? Two different generations of scouting. Oh, okay. Wait yeah. a minute. I'm Chris Hall. I was thinking of a different Chris. Okay. Oh. Yes. Love to have Chris <laughs> Which Hall. Which Chris are you well, questioning? It was a different Chris. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say. Why That's are you, my. Uh, why are you coming back at me? No, so hard no. On the suggestion. Love Kurt. Chris Hall. I'll have him on anytime. No, that was my mistake. Hey, Kurt. You're a cool guy too. You know, you're kind of mellow. Yes. Exactly. All right. 
Well, it is new. We made it, Nate. Made yeah. it in an hour. He come in saying, hey, you want to have a short show? I wasn't I said, Bro, sure. we got this. We got this. All right. We will be back uh, next Monday again at 11. Shannon, assuming he's recovered from his Montezuma's revenge, will be back. <laughs> um, Douglas, thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate the time. Thanks to the TV folks who have been. You are blissfully unaware of what's been going on, but as you talked about Des with Stephen, there were there were Des highlights that nice. appeared. All right. as, as you talked about the Senior Bowl, there were shots of Stephen doing contemplative things on the sidelines. So glad this show's getting a little production. Value I think there. so. All right, Nate. There thank you, you sir. Go. Enjoy your trip to the Senior Bowl. Looking forward to hearing your stories when you get back. Yeah, give Ron my wife. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Thank you, fans, for tuning in once again. We will be back next Monday at one or 11 o'clock. We are hanging with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?